Welcome to MindLob, the hive mind antidote for conservative Christians that want to form their own conclusions. And now your host, Ken Carroll. Welcome to MindLob, episode three, where it's kind of a thought experiment, to be honest with you. This is just me talking to you, more or less one-on-one. And what my goal is, is to simply just open ideas up for discussion and thought. Before we get started today, I want to thank some good friends of mine uh, who've taken time to give me insight and feedback and thoughts, and they've had some great ideas and some thoughtful responses. I'm very, very grateful for the friends that I do have in my life, and I'm grateful for the input that they do give me. You know, one of the things that was brought up is the idea of me maybe tying Republican thought into Christian thought. I in no way intend to intermingle the two because I don't think that those are uh, married. I don't think it's a homogenous mixture of Republican and Christian. I would argue that conservative thought in general is more in line with Christian theology. For example, pro-life is usually not on the liberal perspective, but it is on the conservative perspective. So therefore, I would argue that it's more coherent overall uh, in general. But again, it's not meant to be a dogmatic, uh, systemized uh, marriage between the two. The one thing that I want to avoid is to create a solution where, you know, basically I'm feeding ideas rather than just throwing out ideas for thought. We have plenty of uh, media you know, big media, small media, where what their goal is, is to tell you what to think rather than how to think. And what I want to encourage is thoughtful people just to think, step outside their box, step outside of their whatever news channel that they listen to, and just kind of consider a few points. Maybe my points are ignorant. Maybe they're good. It may vary from week to week. But if it encourages thought, then I'm all for it. Today I want to talk about the Coexist decal. You know, that little sticker that's on the back of automobiles that spells out the word Coexist using symbols that represent theology and philosophies of today. You know, the thing about that decal is I feel that on a very surface level, and I mean very, very rudimentary level, I think we can all agree with it. We can all say that You shouldn't hurt each other over your belief system. It doesn't matter how incoherent it is. It doesn't matter how wrong it is. We shouldn't fight over it. But just as though if I were to create a decal and it were to have a series of mathematical equations and one of the equations be right and the other one's being wrong and those equations spell out a word that were to signify we should all get along mathematically regardless of our ability to do math, I think topically we would agree that we shouldn't hurt each other over our ability or inability to do math. But once it gets beyond that, it would seem odd to convey a message that we shouldn't correct or help discuss or educate the person who doesn't have the ability to perform basic math. It would almost seem the irresponsible thing to do to accept the person who can't can't do basic math. It would would seem pretty incoherent. And so when I'm looking at the coexist sticker, I started looking at it through different lenses. 
The first lens is through the atheist. Actually, the first lens I looked at is from a marketing perspective. I mean, the word coexist is spelled out primarily using positive religions and philosophies and icons. And so when I'm looking at it, I go, why didn't they use Satanism or hoodoo or something, something other than positive, traditionally held positive views? I mean, the ones presented to us as positive. And from a marketing perspective, it makes perfect sense. If you put anything negative in it with the word coexist, it would cause pause. And if someone pauses, they may not make the purchase because they would say, well, I don't quite understand what they're trying to convey here. Why don't they throw Satanism in the middle of all these positive messages? Now, from, a, from an atheist perspective, there really shouldn't be that, that calls for pause. But they would have the same pause. Now, I'm sure today there's probably some coexist sticker that's got every crazy thing in it possible. But, but you know, the, the original version or the, the variations of the original versions don't have that. So as I'm looking at it, I go, why is that? Now, the atheist would say something like, as we evolved, we learned to get along through our different uh, tribes we would have. And this tribalism would allow us to live longer. We could hunt better. We could, you know, fend off uh, things that may hurt us. And the idea of getting along is something that evolved over a period of time. And it just coincidentally happened to evolve the same way with virtually every culture across the globe. You know, for example, if you go into the deepest jungles, you'll find that uh, the person within their own mindset understands when they're done wrong. So no one ever doubts that stealing farm animals is bad. There's no good, there's no culture that, hey, that was really good, you know, you stole my pigs and... Now I'm going to go steal yours, and, you know, that's just how our culture works. It, it's not like that. And so there's this intuitive nature of knowing what is good and what is evil. And when the graphic person put together the decal, they understood this. They understood the concept, and they understood they had to put in positive messages. Peace. The traditional monotheistic religions, the, the polytheistic religions that... Uh, uh, are supposedly good, or at least have generalizations that are good. So then I break it down and I start looking at the different theologies. And in modernity, we find that it's very common and very popular to say all paths lead to God. And it's closed-minded to say you have the right choice. However, on this coexist sticker, you kind of see this universalism and you see this mixture of religions that teach a philosophy that multiple paths to God and combines it with religions that are exclusive. Now, if we really want to dig deeper, there's a great argument to say that every religion is exclusive. So if a religion, for example, if a religion or a spiritual teaching or whatever were to tell you that all paths lead to God, you're mutually exclusive in the fact that one path doesn't lead to God. And if one path leads to God, then it's mutually exclusive from the religions that say all paths lead to God. You see, both those can't be right. 
You have to get around mental gymnastics. You have to warp the teachings. You have to say one teaching wasn't correct. The other teaching was correct in order to get around this mutual exclusivity, especially in regards to is there one path or multiple paths to God. And so from that perspective, the spiritualist is displaying kind of like a a misunderstanding when it comes to other religions. They don't get the idea that these religions are all mutually exclusive. Even the ones that are supposed to be all-encompassing are still mutually exclusive according to the tenets of the exclusive religions. So I find that interesting. And I think to a spiritualist, if they put the bumper sticker on the back of their car, they truly don't get the connotation of the religions. So they're expressing that they don't get it. So the atheist is expressing the fact that they understand, you know, what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad. And then the spiritualist is looking at this thing and going, you know, I'm trying to convey, I think, all past lead and trying to convey this idea of his higher spiritual mind. But in reality, they don't understand the core tenets of the other religions or all the religions being expressed. So I think that's kind of interesting. Then the next thing I would argue is, uh, the the religions that are monotheistic are also in stark disagreement with each other. Now, I would argue that a lot of the uh, philosophical and religious views do teach good thoughts. I, I don't I don't doubt that, but I don't think that it's because all these paths are correct. I think that the reason that they have these mutually positive uh, spins on them or or positive attributes is the fact that that is how, that is that divine spark, that ruach that was given to mankind in Genesis, the breath that was given to us. And I think intuitively we know what's good and what's bad. We know what rebellion is versus what doing the right thing is. So once we look at that, then I think we get back into the religions and You know, Islam says Jesus was a prophet. Christianity says that Jesus was God. And not only was Jesus was God, but he's the only way that you're going to get reconciled with your creator. There's no other way. There's nothing you can do. There's no amount of good deeds that you can do. There's no amount of sacrifice you can do. There's no amount of nothing you can do to earn it. It's simply a gift that you need to accept. In Hinduism, you have a plethora of gods, and Buddhism has a ton of different flavors to it. So at the end of the day, you know, we wouldn't really apply this this concept of anything that's true and anything that's not true should all be mutually accepted. Now, if they're all false, then obviously it doesn't matter. But if one of these is a true religion, if one of these is the true way, then it makes a huge difference. It has eternal consequences. And to minimize the idea of one of these being true and to try to say that all paths lead to God, you're actually doing great harm in something that essentially is the most important question of your life. It's more important than what you make, who you are, who you vote for. It's more important than anything. It's more important for you to know who your creator is and then understand your role in this realm that we exist in today. So the toxicity 
of a concept like the coexist sticker minimizes the implications of such a decision and puts it on the level of a cartoon strip, puts it on the level of a, a cliché, if you will. And uh, so I'm not really crazy about it. So the person that puts the decal on their car, where's the mindset? And what are they truly thinking? In life, I think we have to be cognizant of injustice. And our souls demand justice for those that have been wronged. However, the underpinnings do not necessarily equate to the injustice. So someone who may have gotten beat up or something may have happened to an individual uh, for something that they believe or something that they do, uh, that in itself is wrong. They should not have been um, hurt. However, the underpinnings, the, the rationale behind it, what the decisions that they made, uh, they could still be wrong. They could still be something that they should not have done. And the problem is, is oftentimes what we'll do is we will take the person that has been served injustice, the person that may have been targeted for some kind of injustice, and what we'll do is we'll not only embrace helping them through the injustice, but then we'll also become empathetic to their decisions that are not in line with something that's good. And then that could also lead to a cause, and then the cause could lead us to start going down a path that that really hyperinflates the wrongness of their thought process rather than the injustice itself. So, you know, from a topical standpoint, we look at this coexist sticker, it's the same thing. From a topical standpoint, who doesn't believe we should all get along? Who doesn't believe that we should all be in line with each other and allow each other to believe what we want to believe? Only a mad person would want to control someone's thoughts or bully someone into thinking what they think. However, when it comes to the deeper cause behind the cause, I think we need to be, that's where, the, that's where we need to be cognizant. Because not only are we prone ourselves to embrace the cause behind the injustice, even if the cause is wrong, but what we also do is we tend to, to carry that banner a lot further than we need to. Now, the other thing that could happen is those that may want to manipulate us through marketing, through a belief system or whatever, what they can do is they can tie a story into an agenda. And that agenda may be not good for anyone or not good for most of us. But what they could do is they could tie in the stories to make us sympathetic toward a situation, toward a cause. And under other circumstances, we would not be open to those causes or those situations. But the injustice pulls at our emotions, it pulls at our heartstrings. And on a surface level, we would think, well, who would not want to be sympathetic toward this? Who would not want to support this person? And so what we do is we're eased into supporting a cause that is not good by supporting a person that was not served the proper justice. So this is kind of tricky. I know it's kind of a, a weird concept. It's really hard for me to describe it too. For me, when I see injustice, what I do is I look at the individual case of the injustice. I try to be very careful not to replicate it to an entire cause or to assign that injustice to an entire group of people. 
I try not to read too much into it. I try to look at the particular instance for what it is. For example, if a, an issue that is, a, you know, a travesty happens on the West Coast, and then, you know, six months later, a similar travesty happens in Mississippi or somewhere else, I don't necessarily think that the entire group is guilty of that travesty. I don't, I don't try to blanket whatever happened to an entire entity. I think that in extremes this can also lead to racism and it leads to a hypersensitivity to civilization, different causes, different people groups. And then if we don't have the ability to discern what is good and what is bad, it can also create, and I think it has created, an environment in America where now we're carrying the banners of causes that we should never be defending in the first place. So if you, if you look at the causes that you see today, listen to the stories behind the causes, but then be careful about the direction that you would want to take in your heart in terms of the cause itself. Is it isolated? Is it truly a cause of the entire group? You know, uh, I, I would argue that in most cases it's not. I would argue in most cases they're isolated incidents that get politicized or put into an agenda because it can be monetized. It can be used for self-gain. It can be used for power. It can be used for a lot of reasons. Now, this does not mean that we should not be sympathetic toward the individual. And we can be sympathetic and not agree. But that doesn't mean we have to compromise our belief system in order to be sympathetic. So in the end, we need to be careful, even with the most innocent of messages, like the coexist sticker. Not because we're not smart enough or whatever, but it's because as humans we are susceptible to take a basic message and then automatically start drawing connections to causes. No one wants to tell somebody that their religion is wrong. No one wants to tell somebody that their thought process may not be right. However, the self-correcting mechanism is what makes us good. It's what makes science work well. It works well with theology too. We have to be open. We have to be open to discussions. At the same time, we do have to keep that awareness well in the forefront of our mind whenever we see something so innocent that it could lead us down a path that we really shouldn't go down in the first place. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we do have mindlob.com up, and we are getting listed on all the popular podcasting platforms. So if you go to mindlob.com, uh, you scroll down the page, you're going to see several icons. You can subscribe to us at uh, iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcast. Uh, we're across that entire bandwidth. Um, this is primarily the platforms in which we're going to be doing mindlob. You may see us sprinkled in here and there on uh, YouTube or Facebook, but that's not going to be our primary emphasis. It's uh, We just don't see it prudent at this point to uh, go down those roads. So make sure to subscribe to us, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for listening to MindLob. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast or visit MindLob.com to learn more.